Bank of Clark County is making it easy to give to local charities. We're featuring a different one at each of our Bank of Clark County locations. To find out how you can support their good work, visit our website at www.bankofclark.bank or follow us on our social media channels and the hashtag GiveWithBOCC. Bank of Clark County. Member FDIC. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Join Rabbit and Red Radio Network on Patreon for exclusive shows, content, swag, and more. For the low price of $2 per month, you can join the family. So check us out at patreon.com slash network one That's patreon.com slash network the number one. to this week's edition of Mind Jacks. The Phillies, baby. Oh, look. Oh, I, don't, I don't know who's representing better. I, you win. I am. You win. If you're not watching, if you're listening to this on audio, Michael J just moved the camera to his chest, and he's got himself uh, a nice Mind Jack t-shirt available from yes. tpublic.com. Me, on the other hand. I'm just adding more money to the gigantic corporations that are is the Major League Baseball with my Philly sweatshirt because they're going to the World Series. Now, will they win four and do you think it'll be like a four and like a sweep? No. I say they win in game six. They will beat the Houston Astros. Damn those people from Texas. I mean, wait, what? (laughs) I mean... Hey, they're our bread and butter. <laughs> yeah, that, that's our biggest fan base. So I take that back. I don't think Poe. Uh, um, I don't think Poe's an Astros guy. I'm not sure. I hope he's listening, so this way he can. Uh, no, no, no. He's, he's he's not watching. He's he's watching um, Terrifier two tonight. I believe. What is that? I don't think he's watching live. It's a Terrifier. A what? Uh, Tavern Fire. Like Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Oh, shit. I wish I would buy the fucking drops. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. 
Wait. Shut up! Update. Shut the fuck up! Yeah, That's um, what he would say to you. That. <laughs> yeah, that was uncalled for. My apologies to Tyree. My bad. <laughs> I had to. I just heard fire. What's up, you man? I mean, it's it's weird because there's been, you know, Mind Jack. There's been two, and I like wasn't here. Which, I mean, I was here, but I wasn't here. It was it was. It's nice because it's nice to kind of like take a step back, and like kind of like watch you like do your thing, you know. Um, Sad. I I, I enjoy that immensely. I mean, you're, it's it's just. You know, and I mean, I got to listen to you doing your thing again with this. <laughs> Wait, who? <laughs> you went. I think you went dog whistle on me. I didn't hear. It. Listen, with with. Listen. <laughs> listen, listen. What you did? I don't know how you did it, but all of the. Actually, he told me that. I think it was because of my constant resurrection tweets that that delayed the reunion. Mm-hmm. So I think that that you know it would have happened sooner had it not been for me, you know, constantly like uh, with the memes and all the other crap. But uh, no, I mean it's it's it, it's 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 emotional. Um, I'm glad you're back. Um, I I bawled when it first dropped, and I saw what it was. I. <laughs> it was an uncontrollable cry that just did not stop for a while. Um, when when I heard your your smooth, silky voices my. in my ears, I was like, "Wow, wow!" <laughs> it was wow. weird. It was just because it's been so long, but it was uh, it was nice. It was it was fun being back in studio. I actually, uh, I'm going to show you. I actually had a gift for T Mac. So now, if anybody yes. listens to Jacket Audio, yes. the Libsyn account, which is who hosts our podcast, says yes. uh, <laughs> it'll tell you which where in the world your show has been downloaded. So we would get these random one or two episodes downloaded. Uh, this little island off the coast of Africa called Mauritius. Yes. So two years ago, when the world was shut down, uh, Johnny Three Sticks is in the house. Uh, He's the smartest man alive. I know, J.D. Gibbs is the smartest man alive. That's right. (laughs) I go to the Salvation Army with my daughter, and... I she, she I don't know what she was looking for, but I I'm just wandering. I let her do her thing, and I saw this banner hanging up of Mauritius, key of the Indian Ocean. Bullshit! And is it, that I, really a Mauritius thing? Huh. This is this is a thing. Yeah, Mauritius. Look, there you go. Get in there. Get deep. I can't see. We, we can scan. <laughs> we can yeah. scan your. I'll send you a picture later, or I'll put a picture on Instagram too, in case people yeah, can't see that. it. But it yeah. lists like the different things you know they're known for, like coconuts and sugarcane and the dodo and the different towns. I'm like, I stopped and my daughter was just like, what that? I'm like, I need this thing. She's like, what is it? 
And I had to explain to her, I'm like, somewhere out there in Mauritius, in the island of Mauritius, are two Jacket Audio fans. I mean. So I finally had the chance to give it to T-Mac. And he's like, he hung it up in the studio. And then after the show, he's like, I don't want to sound like an ingrate. But (laughs) he's like, do me a favor. Take this back with you and use it for Mind Jacked. He's like, because Mind Jacked at least has... A visual aspect to it He's, you know, we, we have the video, we have audio But we have the video aspect To the show, he's like I hang it up in the Jacket Audio Studios He's like, only you and I are going to see it He's like, right. you take it back to yours Use it for Mind Jacked He's like, everybody gets to enjoy it and I'm like, alright yes, uh, He's like I, But he did, he's like, I don't want to offend you I'm not trying to offend you, I'm not trying to be like an ingrate But did you say you were offended? I would have said I was offended. I would have been like, you know what? I'm trying to give broker a peace deal because it's been so goddamn long. <laughs> no. And 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 you're doing that to me? No, nah, I I kind of got what he was saying. But so No, I you know what, dude, I was just happy. I was happy that we got a show under our belt. It was nice to see his wife as well. Uh and hopefully you know, at, at the very least, I I uh, I said, I'm like, dude, at least once a month. I don't, you know, I don't want to put pressure on because I know he's got his schedule, he's got his routine. I have my schedule, I have my routines, so I don't mm-hmm. want to be a royal pain in the ass. Especially since I, he does all the heavy lifting on the back end, and as he says, I do all the heavy lifting on on air or you know, however you want to put it. Uh, right. But he puts, I do my two hours, three hours, whatever, you know, however long the show is. But he puts in more on the details because he loves the the production side of things. So I don't want to put pressure on him to do more. Uh, so hopefully, I just said, I'm like, dude, let's once a month, let's just say, let's pick a Saturday, second mm-hmm. Saturday of the month, third Saturday, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. See how it rolls. So hopefully, keep your fingers crossed. Well, I told him because uh, I, I I talked to him uh, yesterday, I believe it was, I and I told you. him yes. I I it, it's funny because I, I called him on his way home from his his gainful employment, and uh, he answered right away. And um, you know, we talked, and at the end of the conversation, I said, "I'm looking forward to next week." <laughs> and that he go said, over? Well, he said, we'll see, sir. And I said, it's not, I said, it's not, we'll see. It's I'm looking forward to next week. So. I'd be all right with, dude, I'll tell you, every other week or even once a month, just something. I just, you know, it needs to be out there. And I'm thrilled at the the Rabbit and Red family response on social media that there was a new episode out. Uh, a lot, lot of love. A lot of love from the other RIRs. Well, I, I, I will tell you this. I'm I'm like a spoiled little bitch now. I got <laughs> I got my one. I want more now. I can't wait. I want more. Uh, uh, all right. Did you have me? You have me right was, here. I know that, but but see, me and you are different than you and and, and Yeah, you don't. <laughs> You don't get to just sit back and relax. You do I, all, I, I you know. Do like, I, that, I don't, I don't. 
you do all the heavy no, lifting over here. Uh, unfortunately, I can't really lift anything, but we'll, we'll I'll take what I can get. <laughs> um, no, I, I just I thought that it was you know it was brilliant. Uh, the Dead Cross and Mike Patton selections were uh, wonderful. What was that second song that you played where he kind of sounded like he was in a fucking lounge? What was that? Me. Like he sounded like he was oh. a lounge singer. Uh. The album is Corpse Flower. Yes. And now I'm I'm forgetting Jean-Claude Vonnier, I believe. Let me just double check that. Yeah, Jean-Claude Vonnier. And that is I very much enjoyed that. Yeah, dude. That's a good album. That's one that like I listened to a lot when it first came out and then just kind of went by the wayside. But I'll I'll do that with some albums. I'm sure that it'll be, you know. Well, maybe after jacket, that'll be this one. This will be one I have to revisit. That came out in 2019, and the song. Oh, I was, thought that was new. No, no, that's been out for a while. Hmm. We probably played. I'm trying to think. I, I feel think like there were three that you played. The song we played on the most recent episode was called "Pink and Blue," but. Hmm. I want to say we played either the song Corpse Flower or On Top of the World when that album came out. Because in 2019, there was at least a couple episodes of Jacket Audio. Yes. I don't remember how many, but I know I know I we, we did an episode around the time that album came out. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't doubt it. But yeah, I'm a little disappointed that both of us picked, didn't pick up on the uh, all the Mike Patton saying Joe... And Joe's a douchebag. <laughs> All those that jobs that went up. in. Yeah, I, I have to, you know, make an effort to pull some of those. But see, the thing is, it's 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 weird because without the video aspect, or you know, with with jacket, I need something to like put on top of them. Like I can't just do, like you know what I mean. Like I need a picture of 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 you or other Joes that we could, you know. <laughs> Uh, there's no I'll, I'll figure something out, but that'll that'll be fun. <laughs> that'll that'll be enjoyable. Um. So before we get into clerks, because I know that that's that's a big topic. Um, I was informed of uh of of some news earlier this evening, and I am going to bring it up here. Um, because there's not a near duels this week, but there's dissension. In the ranks of near duels. What? Dissension. No. In the near duels Facebook group. There's, there um, seems to be so much love amongst those people. Uh, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Poe, Geraldine, uh, uh, posted a uh, meme. Because I don't know if you've seen, like, over the past few days or whatever, there's been these memes floating around of, like, different people in like Halloween costumes or different types of Halloween costumes and stuff like that. There, well, mm-hmm. there was something with um, Hunter Biden's Halloween costume and somebody in the near dwells reported her posting of that Hunter Biden Halloween costume meme. So she is now in Facebook jail. <laughs> and Did I, you I welcome- know. Oh, did you well, welcome- I'm, still in, 
Uh, <laughs> did you, did you welcome her with open arms and be like, "Yes, join me"? I, well, yeah. Considering that I'm still, I'm still basically in there because we can't broadcast on Facebook. Um, I can't post on the rabbitandred.com Facebook page. Um, probably into November at some point. Um, so, so yeah, I, you know, I, I, I don't know. But yes, yeah, uh, she's in for six days because somebody in that group reported uh, her post, and I'll be honest, that that to me is messed up because the people in the near Dewells group, you would think that they're all along the same lines, and they kind of like know each other. You would think. So yeah. why would why would somebody report a post like that? You you know that that that's stupid, and we need to find out. Who it is. I think what we need to do, and I, I told Poe this earlier today, I said is we need to start an online fire in the near Dewells group and we need to burn it down and then rebuild. And then for the group page, you need to have a question. Like, you know, the membership questions that they have? Yeah. And one of the questions has to be, are you going to be a pussy and report <laughs> posts that are things that are posted in this group and if they say yes i am then you 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 kill them immediately well i don't think anybody's going to admit to that well the thing is there's a rat in that group and i need to find them and kill them can whoever oh jesus uh <laughs> so whoever the moderator is do they get to see all the members of the group oh yeah because he Man. went through trying to Did trying he? to figure out trying to weed out, and he he can't figure it the fuck out. But I'll tell you what, this is this is what I have to say to you, fucking. Fuck people. you! Uh, oh, there you Randy. go, Randy, 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 right. Randy. Oh, they're 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 gonna need fucking. I'll tell you what, they're they're gonna fucking they're 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 gonna they're gonna need to come to Randy Christ, because uh, let me tell you, Neil when I'm done with them, oh. They won't be able to kneel when I'm done. I'm gonna fucking <laughs> get them back with the kneecaps. Boom. Do a little pesci on them. Get them. Oh. oh, you have no idea. Um, oh boy, I love it so much. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm see down. your boy this weekend, sort of. Sort Which of. one, Randy? There's what are you a, doing? There's a local. I'm not going to actually see Jamie Kennedy, but there's a a local golf course for the month of October that yeah. has one of those gigantic blow up movie screens. And yeah. uh, this weekend they have Scream, so we're we're going to see that. We're taking the kids to go. See You're Scream. going, yeah. You're going to oh, sweet mother. Yes. Uh, oh. So you'll get to see this in person. That's great. It's been a long time. A long time since I've seen that. Uh, they had Scream 1, 2, and 3 on TV recently, but I only yeah. caught part of part of each of them. Oh, I see what you've been watching on TV. We'll get to that in a minute. Continue. <laughs> no, that's all. That's all. You, you, you threw Jamie out there, so I had to just mention that. Now, is this like a Saturday thing that you're doing or a Sunday thing? Or 
Uh, is it like an evening thing? Like, uh, well, yeah, it's at night because it's outside. I, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if it's Friday or Saturday mm-hmm. to check. I don't make the plans. I just show up. The wife's like, they're doing all these movies. She's like, I would like to see this, this, or this. I'm like, how about Scream? And that was one of the one of the three. I forget what the other two she mentioned. She's like, all right, I haven't seen I'll that. In a while. An I honestly don't remember. We got these tickets so like probably two months ago. I would have to think Halloween. We did it last year. And I was actually really I, upset because we got tickets for Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. And it was the remake. It wasn't Ugh. the original. Oh. Oh God, don't make me vomit, please. Ugh. Ugh. So wait, did you actually sit through it and watch it or did you leave? Nah, we sat through it. Only so Ugh. the whole experience thing. Now just stay with me here. So it's a, mm-hmm. it's it's they make it like it's a drive-in. So you pull your yeah. vehicle into the area, they line you up. Okay. Um so I have you know I got I got the pickup truck last year, so everybody wants to do cool things with the truck. Um mm-hmm. so had a air mattress in the bed, the kids were in there, and then the wife and I brought chairs and we were sitting in front of them. Now while the movie's going on, they have people in costume, like lurking around, and they like they try to sneak up on people and scare you while the movie's going on. So there's right. like a, there's a whole experience thing. It's not like you just sit there and watch the movie. There's like thing. There's you know, it's an event. I guess I don't know. It's not like Rocky Horror where you're throwing things and interacting and yelling and whatnot. But you get to sit around and try to get scared by somebody i don't know <laughs> so wait did you see halloween there before or was halloween one of the options last year and you opted for nightmare on elm street instead uh i don't i think i was outvoted last year oh. no ha- halloween we watched at home when, oh, when i watched yeah. it last year well at, at least that that's good you were able to focus <laughs> your attention on the master <laughs> so so like during your Halloween viewing last year, where you're like, when 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 Donald came on the screen, screen where you're like, hmm, that person looks familiar, but I really don't know who they are. <laughs> I know who he is now. Well, I understand that, but <laughs> but prior, see, I would I would love to get inside your head and have you watch it when you did not know who he was, and then that way. You would like be watching it, and it would just be like you're, you know, you're watching another person. Would you, Whereas, like, you know, um, every time that I watch it, you know, I, I look, and he looks like this to me. So you know, <laughs> you're just starry eyed. All the, all the time. The way I watch a Mike Patton concert, I guess, right? Ba- basically. <laughs> Basically, and yeah, you know, I it sounds very similar. It 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 can be, um, you know. Uh, ooh, I like that. Uh, I like that cup there. It's very uh, it's very very Thor. Thor. Did you go to the I, movies to see Thor? No, actually, I got this as a Slurpee cup or a big gold oh. cup, one or the other. A big gold. Big gold. Big gulp, but it was yeah. I, I I forget where I was going. Oh, I was going to a tailgate for a Phillies game. 
So I had a cooler full of beer and I'm like, well, I don't have anything to put the beer in because technically you're not supposed to have open alcohol containers in the parking lot. So I stopped at 7-Eleven. Oh, so you went to Citizens Bank Park. This was years ago. That door, that oh, door comes oh. got to be like 10 years old, roughly. Oh. And uh, oh. yeah, so I stopped, got a soda, and then I drank some of it on the way down and pfft, tossed that out. And that's what I used in the parking lot. And I there kept I decided to keep it. It's a nice cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now that, you know, they're, 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 you know, going to the World Series again. It's like, you know, you have all these memories now associated with that cup. Yes. yes. Winning it in six, six, as you say. You heard it here first. So wait, so what are what is the schedule of games? Do you know the schedule of games? Uh, Friday. You know, the first one is Friday. Friday, yes. Saturday in Houston. Mm-hmm. And then I think they're off Sunday. And it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday in Philadelphia. They're and playing then, on Halloween. Ugh. Oh, I, oh, I didn't even think about that. Shit. Um, and then, yeah, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off. Thursday, Friday, Saturday in Houston. If those games are needed. Hey, you never know. The Phillies might get lucky. They steal. They could They could do like they did to the Padres. Steal one in, in Houston. Come home, mm-hmm. win the next three. Mm-hmm. Bring that trophy home. Bring, bring it home where it belongs. Would you go to the parade if they do win? Yeah, I've yeah, I've already been asked by the by the kids. Dad, are we going? Are we going to go to the parade if they win? I'm like, you're getting ahead of yourself. I'm surprised they even made the playoffs. All right, let's just let's just take this one game at a time. I, uh, I yeah, I I am. I'm a tried and true Phillies fan. My earliest yes. memory of the Phillies was them winning the World Series in 1980. All mm. right, three sixes with me. He says six games too. Um, now I, I 1980, so I was six years old, and I yes. I remember them winning the World Series, and they were a good team, 81, 82, 83. Uh, but they made it to the World Series again in 83, but they lost to the Baltimore Orioles. And then they proceeded to suck from 84 until like 2006 or seven. They had one. Oh, f- shit. Yeah. They had one A fluke. Long reign of sucking. Yeah. Wow. They had one fluke year in 93 where they had this ragtag bunch of misfits that they just pieced together and somehow. They won games and made it to the World Series, but lost to the to the Toronto Blue Jays, which, mm-hmm. ironically enough, though, 93 is my favorite team ever. They were so much fun to watch because they were supposed to be terrible. They were predicted to come in last place, and they made it to the World Series. I went to so many games that year. It was just... They were entertaining. They were all out, out of their minds. They were all alcoholic steroid users. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they they were just a party team. Big, stupid mullets, mm-hmm. angry party boys. They just, they, again, they weren't supposed to win, but they did, and it was amazing. But uh, 
Yeah, so I'm used to, but I stayed a fan all those years that they sucked when Bruce Ruffin was one of their big starters. Never and, heard of him. Exactly. Bruce it's, Ruffin. <laughs> yes. He did a lot of roughing it for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was it was tough. There was, those were some lean years. Uh, I still stayed tried and true. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited. If they win, yeah, I'll definitely be going. I, I, dude, I don't like football, and I took my kids to the Eagles parade when they won in seventeen. So, I like the Phillies. I have to go to that one. I didn't go when they won in 08, so I figure I should do it this year. Three sticks, first to ten thousand losses. We're number one in something, Jay. <clears throat> At least we did something first. That's the Philadelphia Phillies. We did something first. First team to 10,000 losses. I mean, that's an achievement. Yeah. But they've been around since 1883. So really, you know, is it really that big of a deal? I don't know. I, I've i never looked at other teams' losses, but I remember that it was a thing. Like, in the news, it was all over the place. Oh, my God, the Phillies, the first franchise baseball to lose 10,000 games. Yeah, yeah. We also threw snowballs at Santa Claus. And we probably booed the Pope. I don't know. You booed the Pope? Well, eh, maybe. I mean, he isn't that little Pope mobile. He can handle it. <laughs> yeah, he can't hear anything. It's, it's a bulletproof glass. He's just, he moseys along. I don't know where that came from. I don't know. Either. I have no, anything, I have no idea like about the Pope. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um <laughs> I, I just I I'm well I'm see I'm excited about the Eagles more so because you know we're we're six and zero right now yeah bye week this week so next week hopefully seven and zero let's go E A G L E S Eagle I don't know I like really Eagles know. keep on sucking <laughs> no way dude Jalen hurts. Uh, Jason yeah, no, Kelsey. He's, he's, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of names I know. You're like I. I just. It's not Phillies. I. I don't know. It's not Phillies. It's not Flyers. I don't know. I don't care. There we go. Pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. It's. Uh, yeah. Did, wait. Did I tell you? No, I'm. I'm forgetting the time of thing. Timing of things. Mm-hmm. Did I tell okay. you we went? We went. Uh, it was probably two weeks ago. Went to this mm-hmm. beef and beer type of thing, and. Uh, it was in the neighborhood, the town that my wife grew up in. And so it was me, the wife, mother-in-law, and aunt on my wife's side of the family. Okay. So this guy who knew, knows my wife's side of the family starts chatting it up with my mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Well, eventually I could tell. It's like she was like, okay, I'm ready to move on. Like. It was nice catching up with you. And she gets right. up. To, so it was me, this guy, her. She gets up to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And then he's in my ear. Oh. And I'm like, oh, no. Okay. Well, whatever. And when my mother-in-law came back from the table, she sat down on the other side mm-hmm. <laughs> next to my wife and aunt. I'm like, ah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. So I saw that. I'm like, okay, I got to take one for the team here. So the Phillies, there was a playoff game going on against the Braves, and I had it up on my phone at the time. 
So mm-hmm. he, he starts talking to me. He's like, yeah, I really don't follow baseball. I'm like, oh, well, you know, baseball and hockey are the only two sports I really pay attention to. He's like, I love, he says, I love football and basketball and proceeds to talk to me about basketball. I'm like, I don't oh, know. I don't yeah. know anything. He's like, oh, do you remember in 97? I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm making up years at this point. Do you remember in 97 when uh, the, the, the Lakers did? I'm like, no, no, because <laughs> I, I follow baseball and hockey. Oh, yeah, but you got to see. There's this documentary. It's uh, one of those ESPN 30 for 30s. Uh, you got to see it. If uh, dude, Oh, my God. The Lakers with uh, Magic Johnson. Uh, he, oh, he, he was one of the greatest. If you go back even earlier. Larry Bird with the Boston Celtics. I'm like, okay. I'm not watching any of this crap because I don't like basketball. I don't mm-hmm. care. But, mm-hmm. dude, the guy, I couldn't get out of it either. I'm like, all right. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. I got to find, I'm going to hang in here for a couple minutes to get my excuse to go to the bathroom. And then hopefully mm-hmm. there's an escape. It was crazy. I didn't want to be rude because I didn't know exactly how she knew him. And I didn't want to insult the guy. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't really, really. I just told you I don't know anything about football and basketball. Those are the two sports you want to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> You're killing me. I, I would have been like, you know what? Apparently, you don't realize that life is short. And what you're talking about, I don't care. So I'm going to get up and move over here. And you're going to just stay here and talk to yourself. I've done that. Listen, I'm not above doing that. but Can I you did... please do it and record yourself doing it so I can hear it? <laughs> If I find if I find the opportunity where I can, I will. Oh, oh I flat out. I yeah, I've done it a few times where people start talking. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're telling you're talking to me about something. I have nothing to comment about it. I don't care. Just please right. stop. Mm-hmm. And and you, you just don't. People just keep chirping. I'm like, because they don't, need to see. It's their lifeblood. They need to talk, and they just. And I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Listen to us. A couple of a couple of podcasters. Like, oh, these guys, they just they feel the need to talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we'll see what we're <laughs> saying is entertaining. What they're saying, who gives a fuck? I mean Right. Well, people yeah. find their, you know, they, they find out what our topics are and find their niche and be like, oh, let's tune in. Yeah. Right. They don't have they don't have to listen to what we're saying. They can no, shut it off at any time. It's okay. Right. But why would they, especially when the Patreon is free for the month of November? Just go to www.patreon.com slash rabbit and red radio network one. That's the number one rabbit and red yes. radio network one. Pin, and uh, T-Mac, if T-Mac is, is watching the replay of this, he's like, keep on sucking. And he's already off. Eh, whatever. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, st- I, st- I still love you, sir. I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, I, I was I was actually shocked and surprised. Like when he started mentioning names of some of the guys on Rabbit and Red, I'm like, no, he pays attention more than I thought he did. No, well, that's well, that's because I, I I I think there's been times where I've shoved people's names down his throat. And he's probably just remembered them because he probably does retain some things that I say. Um, 
albeit probably not a lot, but enough. So there we go. Nice. Uh, yeah, he knows yeah. the basics. <laughs> the basics. The basics. Probably okay. a little beyond the basics because, you know, it's just, you know, but a lot of what I say, it's it's basically the way that I see it, it's 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 90% filler. 10% is worthy conversation. That's the way I look at it. <laughs> My God. That's how you feel about your conversational skills? Pretty much. <laughs> Damn, dude. Come on. You're better than that. I mean, I've been listening to myself do this for fucking since 2010. I I, I know. It's a long time. You are, you are the pioneer. Ugh. It's like you and Adam Curry. Uh, dude, there's, there's a few people that are still going that actually started maybe a year or two before I did. And uh, they're still going. And they've kind of like, you know, moved over to the video end of things, too, and all that. So, mm. you know, at, at least they're, you know, trying to keep up with the times like, you know, I'm trying to keep up with the times and, um, you know. Yeah, but I like, I don't know, I, I like what's going on in the, the rabbit and red world. I like doing this video, throw that out there you know, a couple days later or whenever you, you do your behind the scenes stuff and then it goes out in audio version. Mm. I think it's good, man. I mean, that, that how many different formats is that getting the show out on? It's fantastic. It, we right, right now it's what YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. Not right. not Facebook cuz you're in not Facebook. Facebook yeah. Fuck <laughs> Facebook sucks anyway. Well, really, that's why, you know, I think I was talking to Poe earlier, and it really is, you know, like he said, it would be really good to just move away from having to deal with YouTube and Facebook and just, like, have, like, another platform where we could just stream directly to the website and then point everybody that wants to watch this stuff to the website to watch it. Yeah, dude, I agree 100%. Um, get the traffic over there. There's plenty of stuff going. <clears throat> excuse me, plenty of stuff going on on the website to warrant wanting people to go over that way. Um, yeah. and how like how hard is it? It's not that hard. People like I I've heard people complain like, oh, I don't know how to find what you know. All you have to do is go to any search engine and just type in what it is you're looking for. Just because it's not on YouTube or Facebook or Twitter, like it's not that hard. Rabbit in Red Radio, like come on, dude. Even yeah, even if you go, if you go to YouTube and you type in Rabbit in Red Radio or Rabbit in Red Radio Network, the first thing that comes up is the website. Because yeah. I've tried it. Yeah, it's not it's tough. Not no, not at all. And um, my God, it, bookmark it. How hard is that? Bookmark the website if you really yeah. if, if it's that that much of a pain in the ass for you. Yeah, God. Yeah, that's I what don't... I did to the the Rabbit and Red TV page so I can watch it on my TV on the Fire Stick. I just bookmark that in the web browser so I don't have to type it in every time I go in. But... Oh, see that dude? We're everywhere. We're everywhere. What's playing right now? Anything good? 
Um, Terrifier. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I believe that's playing right now. So we're getting blown, uh, we're getting blown like off for Rabbit and Red TV? A live, uh, no, brand he's new actually, live? No, he's watching... I forget where the fuck he's watching. I think he's watching... Um, he's not watching it on there, because I told him he wouldn't watch it on there. He's actually watching um, another link that I sent him to it okay. to watch. He's not watching it on there. I told him he wouldn't watch it on there because he doesn't care about the TV channel. Nobody cares <laughs> about the goddamn TV channel. Hopefully that'll change one of these days. I go over and check it out every once in a while. But usually I every know. time I tune in, I'm like, I don't know what's going on. You're probably like, there's oh, there's a show on and I don't need to see myself again. <laughs> Ugh, there's that hairy guy again. That hairy guy, the bald guy, all the time. Yeah, if I go on, I'm just like, I don't want to watch myself quick. <laughs> yeah, I haven't rewatched a video yet. I have a hard time listening to myself, let alone watching. So I don't even know. I don't know how that would go. Yeah. Well, the audio side is is kicking up to like um, a few months ago. We were averaging between twenty three and twenty five hundred. And like the last two months, we've been averaging between like 32 and 3,300. So nice for the audio side. That's so awesome. that's something. Yeah. That's great. I'm impressed with that. You searching for I something? Now I'm trying to get Johnny's. Johnny36 texted me. I don't know if, mm -hmm. if he's still on here or not. I think he is. Uh, I can't say for sure, but I think so. Okay. But he said, I don't know, his comments are delayed. But oh, we were talking wow. about Jamie Kennedy. Uh, whatever he's doing, he's coaching. I know he coaches track and field. I don't know. If, he was a shot putter in high school, so I don't know if that's what he's coaching. But the high school he coaches at is where Jamie Kennedy went. Uh, he also played his wife's cousin. Mm -hmm. Wait, what is it? Hold on. Hold on. I feel like he told me this before now. Hold on. Uh, Jamie Kennedy went to the high school he coaches at. He also played his wife's cousin in a movie that got released locally with Jeremy Piven. Hmm. Does that... Do, can you think of a movie that... He was in with no, but I'm Piven? I'm gonna have to find it. Um, now, does this high school where he went have a memorial to him in the school? <laughs> I'm sure they're so proud of him and his conspiracy theories now. His ratty look. Yeah, he's still here. He just said he's here. Uh, there you go. Yeah, dude. He's... I don't know. I keep. <laughs> <coughs> There we go. Cough on that mic. Let's 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 hear a nice fucking <laughs> um, Dude, vomit right on the mic. No. Ew. Go ahead. Um, I worked with. Oh, there you go. Uh, Three sticks said the movie's called Last Call. I've heard of it. I've heard of it. I got to get it. I've heard of it. I'll be looking it up after the show. Because okay. I don't want to take away from the show, so I'll look it up afterward. Yeah, and then if you watch it, he might have to call in on this one. 
because he said the role he played was his wife's cousin. He he played my wife's cousin hmm. in a movie. Hmm. So now I want to know. Yeah. If you watch this, Three Sticks, you're going to be getting a, a call from me for to make you call in to this. Because yes. yeah, I'm curious. Yes. Uh, but I used to work no. with a lady who I, I'm still in contact with. Lady. She's mm-hmm. probably like two years older than me. Uh, that went to school with him. So I think every once in a while, like I, I, I'm still in contact on Facebook. Like, I want to ask her, be like, do you still, are you, do you talk to him? Do you think maybe you could? But I don't interact with her on Facebook like that to feel comfortable going, hey, 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 are you still friends with Jamie? I'll do it. (laughs) I have no shame. None whatsoever. (laughs) No shame whatsoever. Dude, I fucking had him. I went to his website Mm because I told you I signed up for his Patreon on Mm -hmm. a $10 a month VIP Patreon for him or Patreon, whatever the fuck it is. And... I went to his website and there's a thing it's called book me. So I went and I clicked book me and I was going to schedule him for rabbit and red. And I had a whole thing scheduled and I never heard, I never got a confirmation back and I emailed him or at least the email address that's supposed to be his like three different times. Mm. And I never heard anything back. And I started to, started to get Kevin Smith vibes with him. And I don't want to go down that road Uh, because you know, I, I, I love him, and I loved Kevin Smith at, at one point, but, you know, that's that, that's just... Uh, I was going to say, maybe try again, but reference Mindjacked, since we, t- we touch on conspiracy-type stuff, and that seems to be what he's into right now. Maybe if you, like, directed him to be like, here are some of the things we've talked about on previous episodes... Maybe that would work. I don't know. I mean, or I could try. I don't know. Well, I'll just... I mean, you know, you you are Joey T. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if if you were to contact him and he were to respond to you and you were to get him to like do something, I I'm not I'm not gonna lie. That might bring out a side of Michael J that you may I... not want to see, but I may just have to bring it out. I've seen that side. I saw that side of reboot. Remember that guy? That was a long time ago. Yeah. Past tense. Yes. Wow. But is he? Is he? Is he? I don't know. You have some some uh you were you seem to be pleasantly surprised and amused and entertained by clerks three which mm-hmm. had me extremely curious are you sure are you sure you still don't love as big, a, big, big blow off smith as a person i hate his fucking guts and i hope he like dies tomorrow oh jesus today. <laughs> okay as 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 an artist and a filmmaker he he can still play with my little emotional strings and make the make the the heartstrings tug and um 
I, I've reached a point now where, uh, like, when I watched uh, Quirks 3, and I've only watched it that one time so far. Um, I haven't rewatched it. I, I, I want to, but the thing is, it's such... It, it It's a hard watch because maybe it's because, you know, I'm approaching the mid-40s and I always thought that I was going to be dead by the time I was 21. So now I figure, like I said, I'm living on borrowed time. And, you know, it's like Randall in that movie reminds me of me. Mm-hmm. And I feel that I'm going to turn into Randall any day now where I'll just like drop down and I'll just die. Cause let, let's put it this way. Um, well, if it makes you feel any better, Randall was based off of Brian Johnson and he's still kicking with no heart attack. Brian Johnson or Randall is not Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. Randall is, is based off of Brian Johnson. As far as so I Brian know, Johnson wanted to make a movie. Well, or do you did, think that he did. Smith infused. Smith, well, I would say Smith infused. Yes. But like, I don't think Kevin Smith was the smart ass that would break customer stones and be rude no. and whatnot. No. That was no. Brian Johnson, but Smith. Uh, today he might, but back then he probably wouldn't. <laughs> but yeah, original, the original Randall. The 1993 or 94 Clerks Randall was based off of Brian Johnson, who didn't even appear in the movie because him and Smith were fighting at the time. So he, yeah, that's right. He wasn't in Clerks 3. Now, are they still fighting? I think there's something going on. I really do. And I think we, you know, we kind of went over this in the Kevin Smith is an asshole episode uh, a few months back. Uh, yeah, dude, I, I really think there's an issue. And now for anybody listening, I, I, I do want to say spoiler alerts because this movie has been toured for a few weeks now, maybe even a month or two. And I didn't know the ending. It's been a little over a month, a little over a month. The ending has been hidden. I didn't know the ending. It's going to get spoiled here. So if you don't want to know the ending of clerks three, at some point, I don't know when we're going to get to that, and I'm going to crap all over it. Okay. Uh, but yeah, dude, I I don't get it. So I watched the movie, and of course, as a Tell Him Steve Dave podcast fan, which features Brian Johnson, Walt Flanagan, and Brian Quinn, uh, the first two of comic book men fame, yeah. childhood friends of Kevin Smith. Yes. And then the latter is uh, of Impractical Joker's fame. Mm-hmm. I would have to say Brian Quinn, who probably had 45 seconds of screen time on Clerks 3. Mm-hmm. Yes. Still had more screen time than Brian and Walt combined. Mm-hmm. Walt, you know, if you remember from the first Clerks, Walt was he played uh, multiple roles in Clerks. He was uh, the Eggman. He was 
like the the insulted customer with the adult magazine. Uh, I'm trying to think, there was so he did like five or six um, different customers. Yeah. Um. And he was there. Like, okay, all right, you're you're my friend. You're you know you're trying to make this movie. You need more people. Right. Working odd hours. He's putting powder in his hair so he would look gray in some scenes so he didn't look exactly the same every time he appeared. And then he had, I saw him for a split second on the roof in the opening scene of Clerks 3 when they were playing hockey. And the only reason I even really noticed was because he had a devil's hat on and Walt's a big fan of the New Jersey Devils. Right. And then there was a scene where the, the Eggman was being kicked out of the quick stop later on. That was yes. it. Brian Johnson, all I saw was him on the roof during the hockey scene. He didn't even get any words in the movie. And these guys are all supposed to be boys. Like they're you know, they're supposed to be best friends. They mm-hmm. you know, even go past the friend part. They worked on a TV show together for seven years. Comic book men yeah. out of Jay and Silent Bob's secret stash in Red Bank. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, like something, something is not right. Something's not right. The guy could get like only having your, if you know, if you get to the level Smith has gotten to, like, I could see, all right, yo guys, I made this clerks, you know, it was, I funded it myself. I'd made it in this, convenience store but you know now i have guys like uh you know i got ben affleck in my movie uh, i got uh joey lauren adams i got some names in here <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll, I'll i'll get you in there but you know it's going to be a little bit mm-hmm. okay fine whatever but he was willing to use his friends enough to, on a television show for seven years right and then that show ends and it just seems like he's turned his back on them like it doesn't like something something doesn't sit right with me, man. Well, I know, and that well, seeing that that's that's what I'm saying, and I don't I don't discount. You know, I agree because, like I said, that's that's him in actual life, you know, and that's him as an actual person. And like I said, um, he's proven to me that he's a scumbag, and that's how you know he kind of is with the tell him steve dave guys is you know he's also proven to me in that sense that he is also a scumbag you know so like in actual life he is a scumbag yes vice go wait what did i say <laughs> what did one of us say wait i don't have to listen cody right normal cody wait i don't have to listen yes you have to listen oh Oh, wait. Oh, wait. I thought he said Walt for a second. <laughs> I can't read. There we go. Um, yes, you have to listen. Oh, I'm getting hot in here. It's that sweatshirt. Yeah, there we yeah. go. Take yeah. it off. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, so I don't know, man. He kicked them off. Again, this is going back to like the Kevin Smith as an asshole episode. Uh, you know, kick, kick them off Smodcast. 
they they made it sound like, oh, well, we're going to start doing our own thing. So we're not going to be part of the Smodcast network anymore. We're going to move over to our own servers because we have too much material and it's causing a lot with the, the material on Smodcast. And then a little while later, Walt's out as the manager of the secret stash. And he's, mm-hmm. st- you know, him and the boys go and open up their tell him Steve Dave general store in another town doing their own thing, making their own Patreon, making their own money. It just doesn't, it, I don't know. In my head, it just doesn't, it doesn't add up. It was a separate, it was a separation and yes. you don't make, you don't have a separation like that unless something's going on right. to make that separation happen. But they, they, it feels like there's this forced pretending, like oh, everything's okay, everything's okay. No, look, they were in our movie. They <laughs> even so. Here, let's before we get into the whole Clerks Three thing. Yes, let's play that clip that uh, you put on Twitter under the Rabbit Red account, where yeah. Smith takes a shot. He's he's on an episode of Tell Him Steve Dave. He takes a dig at Brian Johnson and Walt Flanagan, but gives a compliment to Brian Quinn. And then the little interaction that ensues after. Yes. All right. Here we go. It's, it's like, uh, you know, that's where I go hard and shit, where I'm like, well, fucking booze will kill a motherfucker and shit like that because it's literal poison. So I could get on a high horse about that and stuff. But the thought that, like that you would have been troubled in any way shape or form of like i should have fucking done something i could have interceded a would have made for a less happy kevin smith who might not be alive because i'd still be smoking cigarettes so i'd probably die of that fucking widow maker and shit but also he might be wealthy but you guys would be fucking broke <laughs> like because all of the jobs came from weed yeah um i don't know as green see Dave, we already commented on this one. That's from the Kevin Smith is an asshole episode. Uh, Look how uncomfortable that is. He just just took a crap on two of his best friends, supposed best friends growing up. And I've said it. I probably said it on that episode, and I mentioned it multiple times to people. Now, Brian Jansen seems like he could be kind of a screw-up, but I would think he seems fairly responsible with this Tell Him Steve Dave stuff, so maybe at some point he would have got his crap together. But it definitely when, like, Clerks and Kevin Smith started doing his thing with that movie, he was a screw-up. Walt, on the other hand, excuse me, Walt, on the other hand, had himself a government job working for a township. Uh, you know, he, he had the, he's talked about it. Like he's had the benefits and he had like, he was doing well. He was married. And Kevin's like, Oh, I bought the comic book store in Red Bank. And I, you know, I want to open it up as Jay and Silent Bob's secret stash. And I, I want you to run it. And he's like, Well, I don't want to run it. He's like, I have a job. He's like, well, <clears throat> he's like, we always talked about it. It was your dream to own a comic book store. He's like, yeah, but he's like, I, I have a job. I don't want it. So he like, he actually had to negotiate to make sure he got at least the money he was getting from his government job, plus the benefits and everything else, to take over the store. He like got coerced into running this comic book shop by Kevin. 
He's like, and he tries to tell him, oh, you, you, you'd be nothing without me. Like, it just, it just sounds so shitty. It just sounds so it bad, is. dude. And it bothers me. It bothers me that he would talk like that to his friends. It bothers me too. And that, that's like what I'm saying. And that, that, that is, you know, outside of my feelings about Clerks 3, like I said, he as an actual person, Kevin Smith is a horrendous human being. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> he has no clue anymore. Uh, but to, to Clerks 3, now, you saw it before I did. Yes. Oh, and did you, you want me to? Did you want me? Because I have the the pictures from the. Oh yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, let's go. Let's finish that off. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So then I posted the on Twitter. I posted the clip, and I tagged him in it. Obviously, I said, you know, at that Kevin Smith on his high horse looks like he's losing another friend. Watch the full episode here, and then I did all my tagging like I normally do. Mm-hmm. Um, to which he responded. Um, oh, wait, hold on. Wrong order. There, to there which go. he responded. Exclusive at the Secret Stash cover to Masquerade number one, drawn by Walt. The cover of Quick Stop number three, also drawn by Walt. You sure have a firm parasocial grasp on all our relationships, complete strangers who don't know us beyond some podcast. To which I replied, <laughs> all this post proves is that you have a business deal, not an actual friendship. If you'd watch the episode in the link, you'd understand what is going on. Not saying that you'd care, but you'd at least understand where we're coming from. Then I also commented, You've definitely lost sight of where you've come from and totally sold out. And as a person who at one time considered you a huge inspiration and influence, you're now just a disappointment. (laughs) And even though I feel the way that I feel about Clerks 3, how I feel about Clerks 3 and how I feel about Kevin Smith are two totally different things. And how I feel about Kevin Smith as of now is he is a total disappointment as a human being. Totally. 100%. He's a gigantic turd. Uh, yes. I don't... I think I'm done. I watched Clerks 3 and I'm washing my hands. I will not watch anything else he does. I, I even said to you and a couple other people... Uh, for listeners of Jacket Audio, we have uh, a friend of the show we call Enzo. Uh, I told him, I'm like, if I don't see Brian and Walt enough in Clerks 3, I'm like, there's trouble. And my allegiance goes to the boys of Tell Him Steve Dave. Yes. The way, because after the blow off that we got from Kevin Smith, oh. and, the, and then that shot from the the clip you just played at his friends it's like ah yes you're you suck you just suck as a human being i uh, you know we went 
That, here's another thing. This is going to even drive me to, to even more nuts. I, I just thought of it yeah. this way. You know, okay. as of you, because uh, I don't want to make it sound like I put any money out. You got the two tickets to the Jane Silent Bob reboot VIP thing. Yeah, my brother, my brother got that for me for my uh, for my fortieth. Um, that was for my fortieth. Two tickets. You invited me to use the other ticket. We went. We got to, you know your your brother paid a ton of money. Fifteen fifteen hundred dollars for the two tickets for us to be able to hang out with Kevin Smith and Jason Muse for about fifteen minutes. Yeah, I and it wasn't a... like you know we were in a room, so it was just us. I think Liv, his assistant, was in there, mm. and me, you, Jay, and Kevin, and right. Liv. Which that was, was all that was in the room. Which was awesome at the time. Like I, you know, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to shit on that experience. But I took a road trip with Enzo, and we went to the Tell Him Steve Dave General Store, and mm-hmm. Walt was there, and this other guy who's kind of like a little side. He he worked. He's an employee of the store, and he he pops in on some podcasts. Uh, but those two were there running the store at the time. We hung out and talked to Walt for like a half hour. Right. Didn't cost us anything. And he couldn't have been more personable. So it just goes to show like the different levels of selling out to your your fans, your listeners. I don't know. I think it, it was just... <clears throat> I don't know. He was just so much. He was there. He was available. Like Smith's on this high horse. I'm like, I, I like you only want to hang out if people pay or paying you for your time, which I guess if you can command the dollar, I like, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to blame a guy for making a buck, but come on, like stop milking everybody for every penny they have. Your stuff's not yeah. that good. I mean, your stuff's not, not that good anymore, right? Yeah, it's definitely not. You know, it, it's not at the level that it once was. Was Clerks Three good? Yes, it was. No, was it Clerks wasn't at the level. <laughs> I knew we were gonna have diff- differing opinions on it, but but no, but like okay, it was not anywhere near the level of Clerks from 1994. All right. So let's get down to the nitty gritty here. We're we're an hour into the show. Before Ah. we get to there, real quick, yeah, real quick. I saw on Facebook just today, and I had to laugh. But his assistant, Liv Roush, is her husband, who was also involved with the reboot road show that we were at, is making a film. Kevin is an executive producer on it and Liv is starring in it. And I saw that and I had to laugh because I'm like, this is the one that, you know, Kevin basically gave me her email address and was like, you know, reach out to her. We'll schedule this. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll get, I'll come on. We're driving around. I'm just touring around. I have nothing but time. Mm -hmm. We can do this. And fucking, you know, I had her email and I got nothing. 
nothing. It's disgusting. But yet she's going to be in a movie that he's producing and her husband wrote and directed. I'm like, this is just bullshit. I'm sure it's going to be fabulous. <laughs> oh, it looks it it it, it looks spectacular. Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> so, all right. I don't know, let's see. Where do, where should we start? Should we uh, give a synopsis of the movie and then your take on it? Do that. <laughs> but you, uh, so you texted me. After you watched it, they were like, as much as I hate Smith, I like this movie. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Then it must be pretty good. So mm-hmm. Tell me what you liked about Clerks 3. I mean, again, like, I don't know. It was just nice. You know, it started out. You had, they were in the quick stop. You had Randall there. You had Dante there. You had Jane's, you know, Jane's on It just, it felt like home to me. And they had the thing, you know, on the rooftop where they're, you know, doing the hockey thing again. And I'm like, you know what? I'm like, this is, this is familiar. I'm like, it's all just like sinking in. And I'm just like feeling and I'm feeling and I'm feeling. And then the incident happens where Randall has the, the, the heart attack. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, that's, that's, that's Smith basically like, you know, um, putting his personal experience in there. So he, you know, so that that's happening. That's fine. That's good. Then he gets into, you know, his whole thing where he wants to make a movie. And again, you know, that's been me for years and years and years and years and years that that's all I've really wanted to do. So of course now like hearing this again, it kind of just like reawakens that, that feeling in me that it did back in like 1994. Now, granted I was doing stuff, you know, six years prior to that, but you know, in 94, 95, when I first saw clerks, you know, when I saw like what he did and how he did it, I was like, you know, this is possible and it seems real. Mm-hmm. It seems like something that I can attain, something I can achieve. So I'm going to do it. I want to do it. And, you know, I'm still kind of chasing that. Will I ever catch it? You know, is a different story. I, I feel as the as the years go on. It's just not going to happen, and I'm going to uh, die without, you know, attaining it. But now it's like it's weird because now with all this shit that happened, you know, with the Randall character and him wanting to do this now, it's like I felt myself kind of. Uh, I I just it's 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 weird because it just made me look at life and it's like what the fuck have i been doing have i done anything that really even matters that has made any sort of an impact at all you know and i'm just like it just got me all in that fucking zone and it just like fucking it 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 just took me on that fucking roller coaster and i fucking 
Well, tell you what, I, it, it might not be the the movie career that you wanted, but you've got twelve years of podcasting history and a, an amazing rabbit and red network. That you seem to be the brains and the the um, money behind. I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be one hundred percent honest with you right here and now, and the people that are watching or listening. Okay, and or watching or listening. If the opportunity came up tomorrow for me to make a film and they said, you have to choose if you keep this going or you make a film, as much as I love this, I would drop it in a second. (laughs) Would you really? I would. And that might sound like, whoa, I can't believe like that, that thought or that mindset. But the thing is, it's, it's, this is great. And this, this, you know, but in terms of what I really want to do or what I really dream of doing, it's like film has always been it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's just that, that's just, it, it's been like that for me since I was like fucking eight years old. That's all I've ever wanted to do. So if that would come along, I mean, granted, I don't think that it would ever come down to an ultimatum like that. Right. But if it did, I, uh, it would, you know, it, it, and it wouldn't be like, you know, and, an easy, easy decision, but I mean, it's just, it's something that, I don't know, dude, I don't want to die without, like, knowing what that feels like, and the whole thing with Clerks 3 is that made me feel like, you know, realistically, I could die, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not young anymore, dude, I can, I can feel it. I feel myself just like getting older. I feel like my body being like, I don't want to fucking, you know, do this anymore. The aches and the this and the that. <laughs> and it's like, I just have this fucking thing where it's like, dude, I could just like be dead and not know what any of that like feels like. You know, if that makes sense, I don't know if it does or not. But that's... I get no, I get what you're saying. But I am, I'm going to try to give you a positive twist on this. Okay. Now, in you know, you're saying you would give up the whole podcasting thing for the the film thing. Uh but that's not, only not that... that's only if they said I could do one or the other. Like if they're like if they if they're like you could do both, which realistically i could still fucking do both because there's there's ways around it but you know if if somebody said to me it's either one or the other you know i would have dude it's like i would need to for my own self just i would have to take that chance just because i don't want to die and be left with knowing 
that from 1988 through um, 2010, because that's when Horlick wrapped up, was 2010. So from 88 to 2010, that I've made what I consider to be all subpar. If I had the chance to do something bigger, you know, I, I would have to take that. I would have to take it. Because, you know, it's streaming and that's where that's 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 where Randall, you know, is and that's that's dude, that's why I really like seriously, that's why I think that movie hit me so hard and why like it really dude it it just really got me mm-hmm. like by the time that fucking movie ended i was so fucked up you don't even like i was so fucked up it literally like it it broke me it literally like broke me i was like whoa <laughs> I'm like, for a scumbag, it's a very deep fucking movie. <laughs> it's a shame that such a scumbag made it. But see, I know, see, I look at it differently. But now I want to do I want to address you first. Okay. And, and you're think, with the whole talking <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. about you know, doing having, I don't know, I don't know if you said this word, but this is okay. this is what I heard in my head. Like I like leaving like some kind of legacy behind. You've yeah. got now I know it's not in podcasting you do you know and T-Mac referred to you multiple times as the uh, the pioneer which is totally true like you've been doing it and longer than is- anybody I know I'll, hang on I'm going to ask you this right. to sit back for a second there okay but, but you know yes. what like, there's people I know that don't have this they don't have something to look back on like you have a body of work that it might not be your first choice, but you mm-hmm. have something that involves a creativity and involves some kind of imagination that a lot of people don't have. And I see, I do, I, I work with, I, I, for the last 18 years, it's been a male dominated uh, job that I work in. And there's guys that that's their life. Their life is the construction work that I do. And I'm just like, Ah, oh, dude. Like, do, do you do anything else? Ah, man. I get home and I drink beer. And I, you know, I was like, go to bed. And I, I, I usually get up at like four in the morning, and then I, I, I'll get here early, and I'll, I'll go over what we're doing for the day, and then this, that, the, uh, you know. And now, not that it's not bad to have some ambition for your job, but these guys, there's people that'll get to the work location at six, don't get start mm-hmm. paid, getting paid until seven. But yet they yeah. reviewed for free the work that they're going to do from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. But then they feel like they have a leg up on everybody else. But it's like, well, you know what, dude? Like, you might have spent that hour, but we're still getting paid the same amount. <laughs> Your mm-hmm. paycheck's going to look the same as mine, even though I rolled into work at 10 of 7 when we started 7, and you rolled in at... 6 a.m. and tried studying all the things that you studied because this is what you identify as your life. Like, I don't identify my job as my life. I identify my job as my paycheck. 
I identify my job as my health insurance and benefits and whatnot, but that affords me maybe not so much the time, but it at least affords me to, to, ha- to have other outlets to do things, uh, to have you know a, a creative outlet to do stuff like this with you or with Tony or, you know, but I'm lucky enough to join the other guys on, on rabbit, like Poe and Cody and whatnot. Um, like there's a legacy here that there's these other people that I know they're just going to die. Going, oh yeah. I built that thing over there. But yeah, that's good. That's good. My, my knees hurt. My back hurts. I busted hmm. up my shoulder. But, you know, I did that. I mean, really, nobody's going to care. Nobody's going to care. But in this digital world, this stuff could last forever. This could be, you know, I listen to music. Just give it, you know, maybe compare it to this. And I don't know if it would have like the same longevity. But, like, I listen to music that was written and recorded in, like, the 20s, 30s, and 40s. Like, this is right. something that, you know, I know you don't have kids. I have kids that maybe I'll have grandkids and great grandkids. They'll be like, yo, grandpa's fucked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was nuts. This is great. Like, I don't know much about my great grandparents. Like, I, th- there's no stories that I've been, that have been handed down to be like, oh, you know, this thing's going on. That thing's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, this could still exist somewhere in some world, the internet world. I'd be like, oh, man. These people were talking about this stuff back then. Look at that. They, oh man, they were nuts. That's crazy. You know, yeah. these guys are funny, man. There's something, anything. I don't know. They're, so you have a legacy. So I don't want you to think, you know, because again, I know you think, and I'm just comparing this to podcasting the film because I know film's number one for you. But never, ever, ever look down or, or think like you haven't done anything, even though that's your number one love. You've had this for like 12 years, dude, and you've kept it going and you've built it and you've grown it and it's getting bigger every day. It might not be where you think it, where you want it to be, but if you keep persevering and everybody else that's part of this network keeps persevering, I think Rabbit and Red can do big things. That That is the goal. That, that definitely is the goal. But like, and what I was going to say before is, I can't take all the credit for this because, you know, and I'm not going to be one of those guys. Uh, I, I can't, you know, because aside from, you know, all the great people that are involved with this, you know, really uh, 12 years ago, um, if I never would have answered that phone call at quarter to 11 on a Wednesday night asking me to get on to a blog talk, and call into this show that he was doing and be like, do you want to talk about Friday the 13th? And if I would have just not answered that call or whatever else, then this couldn't have, you know what I mean? I might not even be here today. So So, it's crazy how things work. Look, Look what that phone call snowballed into. I know it's fucking weird yeah. if you think about it, isn't it? I mean, how many shows? How many shows? Excuse me, are under Rabbit and Red right now? 
Was there seven shows, eight shows? Christ, I don't, I don't even know because we're well, we're um, there's a new show that's going to be starting first week (laughs) in November, um, and then I have other ones. I think certain shows are done and uh, you know not coming back, so we have to. I guess there's always things it's always in flux on this network. Yeah. So it really is. But dude, um, it, yeah. it went from a phone call to a network. That's pretty badass, if you ask me. I you know. As much yeah. as I I love doing this, like until you invited me to be a part of Rabbit and Red, like I don't know if I would have had the ambition to be like, oh, let's 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 build this, let's get this bigger, let's get this, you know. I in my head, when Tony and I first started Jacket, I'm like, oh man, I got this idea, that idea, and then I was like, I got no time for any of this. <laughs> so mm-hmm. like, a lot of the ideas I've had fell by the wayside. But you've got this thing going on, so I, you know, be proud, sir. Be very, very proud. I mean, and really, this. This network wouldn't have happened if Legion didn't fucking dump Rabbit and Red. So, See? which now that's, I mean, are they still around? Uh, they are still around. Yes. They are, okay. So I haven't heard about that in a yeah long, no long they're, time. they're still yeah they're they're still they're still plugging. Ugh. All right, we'll we'll, yeah. we'll get past that. Uh, all right. So then, I I get we're gonna go back to clerks here. I get what you're saying. Yes. Then I think I I can I I can feel I, I think I'm I'm down with what you're saying. Uh, mm-hmm. But really, like when push comes to shove, right? I just. Nothing. If Dante, my God, the writing, the storyline, like he just totally crapped all over Dante. Dante mm-hmm. finally, you know, the, the whole thing with Veronica didn't work out, and then he, you know, in one, and then he's he's with Emma in two, and then he ends up breaking up with his fiance, and ends up with Becky. And he's completely thrilled. And so at the end of two, you find out she's pregnant with his kid and they're getting together and they might get married or at least, you know, they're together. And the clerk's three opens up with, uh, you know, Becky's dead and they're the child that she was having is dead. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay. So his life's miserable. Uh, so best friend has a heart attack and he's so worried about him. Mm-hmm. But then best friend starts shitting on him all over the place, bossing him around, playing the heart attack card the entire movie. Like, I almost died. I had a heart attack. You need to help me. And so you're the producer. You can help me get my money for my movie and my story. My, my, my. Now, Randall always came off as a selfish asshole of a character, but that was also right. part of his charm. But it was, it was very my, 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 my. 
And I was like, oh my God. So finally, towards the end of the movie, when Dante shows up at the quick stop to film the salsa shark scene, Mm -hmm. and he loses it and starts letting Randall, he just starts ripping Randall a new one. I love that. That was my, that was one of my favorite parts was when he did that. And then they, they have him have a heart attack. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, really? This is real creative. I'm like, why don't we just have everybody have a heart attack, Kevin Smith? <laughs> Jay and Silent Bob smoke too much weed. Uh, they're they're dead of a heart attack out front. Uh, you know, I think. Come on. So anyway, it just drove me nuts. Mm-hmm. When I see Dante fall over, they're like, "Oh my God, he's having a heart attack too." And then. Mm-hmm. Randall, the insensitive bastard that he is, mm-hmm. says to Elias, all right, well, I can't do anything for Dante, so I'm, I'm going to leave. I'm going to work on my movie. My, 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 my. I'm going back to work on my movie. And then Elias let him have it. And I'm like, okay, good, good, good on Elias. But then he still leaves. I'm like, okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe somewhere. Sonifying what? Kevin Smith, who Kevin Smith is today. Yeah, he's definitely a selfish prick. Right. But at the same time, the the Randall is supposed to be is supposed to be based off of Brian Johnson. So now here's here's where some of my conflict comes in. But to go in now, spoiler alert, if you don't want to know how the movie ends, shut it off and come back to after you watch the movie. Randall comes back to the hospital. He's like, I, I finished the rough cut of my movie. My movie, man. Oh, you're, you're, you're always my lead character. You're my Luke Skywalker. Ooh. And sticks the computer in front of Dante, who's bedridden, with tubes up his nose, can't go anywhere. Forces him, forces him to watch the movie that Dante just yelled at him about that he didn't want any parts of. It's like, here, watch my movie. Mm-hmm. And then the movie ends and Dante dies. He kills Kevin Smith, writes Dante Hicks out of the Clerks movie. He's done. I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding and me? And he's apparently making another one. Right, he's, with, he's been on for the record saying he would continue the Clerks movies. Now... That's a bunch of crap. It's totally a bunch of crap. Now, I don't know if they're going to have Elias in there taking. They would have to. But then. And then I think you're going to see the ghost of Dante. The daughter. Like you saw the ghost of Becky. I think that sounds like a terrible idea. I think that sounds yeah, like but the biggest horse shit. That's what you're going to get. I won't watch no, it. No, I, I agree. No, I agree. I, th- I think that that's like you did it once. You can't really do a Clerks 4. I think this is like 3 is it. If you do a 4, which he said he's doing a 4 or something, that's that's a big stretch. I, a big stretch. I hope he makes nothing. I really, really hope he doesn't make a penny off of it. I hope it goes, he's in the red on that one. And it doesn't make a dime. And I think he's going to make it where the daughter weasels her way in. Because if you 
notice when they pan out oh. and close the movie, she's kneeling mm-hmm. down in front of the refrigerator doors. And I'm like, yes. oh, there you go. We're just going to get the, uh, oh, but to, to get Brian O'Halloran, kill his character off. And then he's going to bring in Elias. And then he's going to do like weasel his daughter's way in there. It's going to be, it's going to end up being like woke clerks. And well, it's not, well, that's, that's where he's headed. That's where he's headed. And the thing is, it's not, look, if you don't have Dante and Randall, and I'm sorry, I cut you off there, but if you don't have Dante and Randall, it's not a clerks movie. They're what makes clerks what it is. Mm -hmm. Elias is a great side character. And Harley, you know, his real life daughter could probably play another great side character, but you need Dante and Randall. If you don't have Dante and Randall, Randall by himself is not going to, it's not going to work as the Randall and Elias show. It will not work. No, it'll be terrible. It'll be terrible. I like Elias as a third. He was, I, I really enjoyed the character in Clerks 2. I didn't, I don't know, the whole, uh, Satanic, like the quick flip flop from, you know, mm-hmm. G, G, a Christian guy to flip flop into, he might as well have been Anton LaVey the way he was praising Satan. I'm like, <laughs> ah, yeah, I could do without this. Like, it's a little, it's a little much, it's a little, little extreme there. And then the weird goth emo outfits that he put them in every every other scene. I'm like, come on, dude. It's enough. Enough with this one. But uh, now I had. Where was it? What did I see? So in Clerks 4, is Elias going to come out as gay or what? Uh, yeah, why not? Mm. Yeah, sure. He's already like kind of a soft boy. Yeah, you, know, you could be like, oh, I thought I loved Jesus, but I was, it was repressing my homosexuality, and then yes. I found Satan. I really love the now, cock. Now I'm ready to come flaming out of the closet. Mm-hmm. That's a possibility. But the other thing, I'm not, sorry, dude, I had notes. The other thing that we were thinking him crapping all over Dante's character was when mm-hmm. Dante goes to the cemetery to go see Becky and then she appears mm-hmm. as a ghost and they're talking and she's like oh yeah I'm having sex with everybody up here that's all mm-hmm. we do you, you die and your sex drive gets even higher so I'm sleeping with George Washington Carver you know how much I love my peanuts mm-hmm. Malcolm X more like Malcolm Triple X <laughs> I'd be like wait what hold on hold on my wife's coming. My dead wife's coming back to me and talking to me about banging all these other guys in the afterlife. Thank God, yeah. this is so much fun. I love the way this is going. Thanks. Hope you're having a great time. He's sitting there going, "I'm so lonely without you." And she's like, "Yeah, I'm getting the bone from everywhere." Yeah, I I didn't I I liked honestly I liked the scene in the movie theater with them at the end better than I did the, the cemetery scene. I think the cemetery scene was a little much for my taste as well. Damn. There was a lot, a lot of it was much. 
Elias, the, the whole satanic angle with Elias was a bit much. You know, not, not that I'm not, you know, whatever. It's a movie. You're going to do what you're going to do. To go ahead and throw your Satanism in there. But even that was just like, it's oh, it was a bit over the top. Oh, when when Randall was like, uh, what do you mean I have to take my, my underwear off so you shave me? Say, but I have a little dick. I tell my dick so little, my little dick. I got a little dick. And he kept going on and on. I'm like, oh my god, dude. He's like, but this guy over here thinks I have the horse cock. Like, oh, dude, that's almost how Stern talks these days. It's about his dick. Uh, it's so stupid. Like, it's it wasn't funny. There was nothing. No, know, that man. was that was kind of overkill too. But yeah. see, it, it's like. But I'm telling you, I just was in it because of the whole fucking filmmaking aspect. And I think that that like, kind of overshadowed the rest of it for me. Yeah, I think that's what sucked me in. And because, you know, that kind of like got me that the rest of it kind of got a pass just because of that. But, you know, future viewings, it might not hold up so well. You never know. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I think it was garbage. I really hated it. I did. I let me say, hold on. I since uh hey J J D Cam and I'm gonna give him credit because mm -hmm. let me see. I did he see it? He saw it. Uh la, 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 la. Yeah, he hated it too. Really? Yeah. Uh, and he's see. a big Kevin Smith fan himself. Yep. He's like, why do they have to kill off Becky, his daughter, and then Dante? It's beating a dead horse, but it's what the sequels to Star Wars did. They thought they had to kill the main character and break them to make them seem him interesting. Mm -hmm. so, uh, they killed off Han Solo, then they killed off Luke Skywalker, and then well, they kind of had to because Carrie Fisher died in real life, but the, the last one they killed off Princess Leia. Uh, the, the JD Cam compared it to that. Um, so they really, like, if you wanted to have conflict, and this, dude, as far as, I don't know, with fan fiction goes, I think this is genius. He's like, you know, if, if you wanted to cause a rift between the two, all you had to do was make Dante successful and happily married. They could have quickly, yeah. they could have franchised Quick Stop while Randall wanted to do something else. So right. he works on clerks. And while working on clerks, he meets his future wife, just like Kevin Smith did while he was working on whatever on the movie. Uh which chasing, what, um, was chasing, it chasing Amy or Dogma? Yeah. No, it was, it was one chasing. of those two. Okay. Uh you know, you know, have them meet during an interview for the, the movie release. They mm -hmm. happy ending. Fill it all in with inside all the inside jokes you want. Mm -hmm. He's like now, and again, these are all JD cares. He's like now. When I think of Dante and Randall, I'll think of the misery Dante went through and how much of an asshole Randall was. And I'm like, and then, dude, that's so right. That's so no, right. It is. And I'll tell you, part of the reason I bet you that Becky got killed off was because. Number one, the budget, you know, nowadays 
His budgets are a lot less than they used to be. Mm. That's number one. And number two, she's doing other things, Rosario Dawson. So I doubt that they could get her for a prolonged period of time. So that's why I think he had to kill her off because it wasn't in the budget to have her in a bigger role than that. Whereas I wonder now why he killed Dante off because that's like the bread and butter of your movie. So that's like putting the final nail in the clerk's coffin by doing that. So now going back to my tell him, Steve, Dave, conspiracy theory, because we'll figure out a way to make it all a conspiracy. Think is Mm -hmm. that him putting the final nail in the coffin of his friendship? Like, okay. I based this character off you, Brian Johnson, but now this character's dead. I don't need you anymore. Right. Are you dead to me, Brian Johnson? Yeah. I think the answer may be yes. I think so too. I, you know, I, there is the, there was two songs and I meant to look them up to see with the song title and uh, the artist, but there was two songs that were very like anti Jersey. And I'm like, wow, like what's, what's that all about? You're all, you're all good. You're all too good for Jersey now that you're a California boy. I'm telling you, he forgets his roots. He forgets where he came from. And it's just, that's, that's the whole thing. He, he definitely, it's, it's just horrible. And then, you know, Cody's probably Hell thinking. Hell yeah. <laughs> See, he knows, he knows that Kevin hates his fans and. Yeah. It says just it right there. To, just, yeah. No loyalty. He just wants to, yep. He just wants to smoke weed all day. That's his, you know. Not that there's anything wrong with that. To teach their own. No, but it's too much. But no, but he's just, you know, it's it's a sin. It really is. But, yeah, dude. Uh, there was a good thing. I, I love the dynamic between O'Halloran and Anderson. But I guess that's it. You know, how good could it, you know, if the random ghost appearance of Dante Hicks be? I don't want. I don't know. I don't want any parts of it. I, I think this was like you just said. That, that was. If it's not the nail in the coffin for clerks, it's the, the nail in the coffin for me. This will. This will most likely be the last Kevin Smith movie that I watch. I really don't care. Wow, so you won't even. So you won't even go down to if he does, uh, Mallrats too. Unless, now you're going to have to watch it for me and let me know. And if you lie to me, I'll kill you. If Walt Walt and Brian are in it, I'll watch it if Walt and Brian are in it. But if it's what if they're in it for a grand total of ten seconds? Uh, I'll wait for somebody to put that YouTube clip on. Some somebody will steal it, clip it. Like, okay, there it is. Um. Okay, yeah, what how about, how about this? I won't spend my money on it. Okay. Maybe I would spend my time watching it, but I wouldn't spend my money on it. Yeah. You know, All you'll I've, see is 
Tell him, Steve, Dave. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's all you'll get. I mean, at mm-hmm. least they got that in Jane Silent Bob Strikes Back. Yeah. They got to throw that out there at the end. And now they mm-hmm. had they had their little moment in Dogma. They had their moment in Mallrats. They had a moment chasing Amy, but it got cut. And then, you know, but you know, the part, I think the part that bothers me is that they did a TV show for seven years. And Smith mm-hmm. acts like it doesn't happen. He put the impractical jokers in Clerks 3 for way more screen time than the guys from Comic Book Men. He did. You know, Walt Walt got like you know a, a one line. Ming wasn't even in it, was he? I don't think Ming he, was even in it. He was in the hockey scene. Oh, was he? he was was Zapsick in it? I didn't notice Zapsick. I believe so. I have I would have to watch it again because he stopped dyeing his hair. So there was a guy with gray hair that I think was him, but it was a quick mm-hmm. shot. But it's the same. Like if you weren't look, if you weren't looking for Ming, Ming has a nice. There's a close up. Like him and Dante go to face off against each other, and so it's like mm-hmm. they both come into the screen, like nose to nose. Right. So like you get a, a, a pretty decent shot of Ming Chen, but. Johnson, Flanagan, and Zabsik all were just like, if you weren't paying attention, you mm-hmm. would have totally missed them. If somebody didn't watch Comic Book Men, they would probably be like, uh, look, look, he's got all these extras on the roof up there with uh, Jeff Anderson and Brian O'Halloran because it was that. There, Those three on screen were that quick. <laughs> four. Those four on screen. But I'm curious. I feel I I'm hearing a lot of stuff about Zapsic that he's like a gigantic jerk. Oh, he is because, dude. Oh, well, yeah. You had your dealings with him. I had my dealings with him too. With the whole when I had the tickets for what the fuck was it? The silver anniversary thing. Yeah. We were gonna go to, and then you know I called him and I explained to him the whole situation. And he's like, "Yeah, that that doesn't seem like Kevin." And he's yeah. like, "You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna." Reach out to Kevin and I'll I'll get him to come on to your show. Yeah. And... Yeah. Sorry, that's the best I got for yep. crickets. It's yeah, dude. It's a bunch of horse shit. Um the uh ah, son of a bitch. The Tell Him Steve Day Patreon has a bunch of shit like different shows on there, and there's one called Tales Behind the Fake Counter. Mm-hmm. And and they're going to go through it episode by episode. Yeah, uh, talking to Enzo because I he said it starts off like th- you know they, they're they're into it. I think they're only like twenty episodes, twenty podcasts into it, but it's supposed to follow mm-hmm. each episode. And they'll talk they'll talk specifics about it. Um, the the first few episodes, Zapsic's part of it. But now mm-hmm. he's now he's not. So he's, it, not, it, on the he's not he's not pod- on the podcast. So it was it was it started off where it was Walt, Bry, Ming, and Zapsik. And then one of the guys, I forget his title with the show, but I don't know if he was a camera guy or who he was. I'll I'll look it up. I'll I'll, I'll make sure I'm a little more prepared. He's a, he was Next a director, time. I think, because I listened to the one episode. So I think I know what you're talking about. I think he was a director on there. 
Yeah, they did a free episode yeah. to try to suck people in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so th- I think they're like 20-some episodes in, but Zabsik was part of the show when it started, and now he's not. So which makes me, you know, that that just adds to the whole theory that there's a rift. There's a rift in the, the Viewisk universe. Well, because Zapsek probably sides, I mean, honestly, from me talking to him, he probably sides with Kevin because, you know, he knows who signs the, you know, he knows where he gets his, uh, his, his money from. So that's sure. why. And I would do the same yeah. thing. Like, you know, you got a family to feed, you got bills to pay. Um, yeah. So like, I get it, but like, where, like, what caused the problem? Where did the rift come in? You know, my guess, my theory is that the secret stash is tra- going to end up transforming from a comic book stash to a weed dispensary. Well, and I know he's you know, already moving it to making their own comic books and shit like that. So there's something with that. I because I know he's got his own. He's got like. The, his weed line too that he started, which he it was part of a reboot, was a commercial for that. Look, check out the Snoogan strain. Woo! Like, Come mm-hmm. on. So I don't know. I don't know. But that was my guess. I don't know anything about the comic book line, but that was my guess because Walt's not. You know, he doesn't advocate the use of drugs, and from all the podcasts I listen to, he's not really a drinker either. Um. Like it doesn't sound like he's anti, but it's not for him. So it doesn't right. seem to be something he wants to be a part of. And that's no. why that's why I keep thinking that he was forced out because of the future direction the stash is going to take. Which he could have been. And if that's the case, you know, it's just a shame that Smith treats his friends like that. But you know, he's still got He's still got his legions of followers who are, you know, snowed and they think he could do no wrong. So there's that. It sucks. Stupid. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. You like Clerks 3. <laughs> yeah. But I still hate him. I feel like hold on, there was one more, one more thing that I wanted to throw out there. Yeah. Okay. So go like where Dante loses it. So for like from that point on, where he loses it mm-hmm. to the end, like I feel like Walt is represented as Elias. Mm-hmm. Randall is uh, obviously Brian Johnson, and Dante is Kevin. Yes. Because. Um, Kevin, so Dante starts calling Randall selfish and he only thinks of himself and he's like, I've done all this stuff for you and this is how, you you know, you keep telling me to do this and that, but you're only thinking of yourself. He's like, it's not your story. It's our story. We've gone through all this stuff together. Mm -hmm. Um, So it just sounds like a fight. You know, in my head of watching all the shows and listening to all the podcasts, like that just sounds like a fight that those two would have. And then Elias right. comes across 
trying to talk sense into Randall to be there for Dante after the heart attack sounds like in my mind how Walt would be trying to be the peacekeeper so the friendship doesn't break up. Mm-hmm. So if you get a chance to rewatch at least that part, you know, mm-hmm. just start from the beginning so you have like the whole Dante freaking out. Like, yeah. It was very it was very interesting to me. I, I it took me a couple a couple times to watch. And actually, here's the weird part that triggered the the thought for me was, mm-hmm. you know, Elias was is doing his whole satanic goth boy imagery. You know, mm-hmm. he's wearing the makeup and stuff. Mm-hmm. This that kid that's a uh, Baron Baron von Flanagan. Oh yeah, and it was a character they made up on the podcast. Um. Which he comes back every now and again, but if you go back and watch, that not exactly, but the makeup and the hat is kind of what Elias looks like at the hospital while he's trying to talk sense into Randall. Sorry, I know there's a glare. I keep trying to angle it. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. So that's when I saw that, that's what kind of clicked with me. I'm like, oh, wait, 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 hold on. And I went back and watched the whole scene again from mm-hmm. the Dante freak out. And that kind of like, that really just kind of like had it hitting kind of close to home for you then yeah. at that point. So I don't know. I think I'm always, I always root for the underdog. Like if I want to yeah. see somebody succeed, it's not going to be Kevin Smith. It's going to be. Walt Flanagan. Yes. So I don't know. It is what it is. But, you know, if anybody's out there watching it, watching this and they watch Clerks, hit us up on Twitter, hit us up on Instagram. I'd love to hear the opinions. You know, at MindJackPod on both of those social media outlets. Um, mm-hmm. Because, dude, I looked. And we can, we'll wrap it up here. It's pushing two hours, and I'm getting tired. <laughs> got to go to work. Nice. I, I went on Kevin Smith's Twitter page, and I'm like, there's got to be somebody somewhere. And I scrolled through. I didn't read every comment on everything that he posted, but anything that was like Clerks 3, I'd like look at the first couple comments. Mm-hmm. There was no negative comments. Every comment was like, oh, my God, this is a masterpiece. This is your best movie since the original Clarks. And I'm like, huh. And this is, you know, after you said what you said, and then I had I watched it and formed my opinion. I'm like, am I missing something? That's why I'm like, oh, let me watch it again. So I did. And I'm like, I still don't get it. And I'm angrier than I was the first time. <sighs> mm-hmm. But so many people, so many people yeah. are like, oh, this is the greatest. Oh, my God, Kevin. Kevin Smith back in you know his original form. I'm like, I don't get it. I just don't. Something's wrong right. here. I didn't find one person going, yeah, your movie's a gigantic piece of shit. And I don't want to I, I have a couple friends. I actually warned them to like not watch this or listen to this because it's gonna have spoilers. Like just uh, like stun- stunning Steve. If you listen to Jacket Audio, stunning Steve. He's like, I didn't watch Clerks yet. He's like, Smith's 
doing the convenience store and he's coming in like two weeks. I'm like, oh, okay. And I didn't tell him I watched oh, God. it. Is he actually going to go? Yeah. Oh, stunning Steve. What are you doing to me, buddy? <laughs> uh, yeah. And he knows that, you know, what happened. He knows what happened with us with reboot and everything else. But I mean, that's, you know, that's our experience, not his. So I'm not going to fault him for right. wanting to spend his money. Um, <laughs> but I didn't have the heart to tell him I saw the movie because I didn't want to lie to the guy because mm-hmm. Steve's Steve's as big a fanboy of the mo- of Kevin Smith as we were. Yeah. You know, him and I saw Clerks probably seven times in the movie theater. Really? Yeah. Because uh, I don't know if you remember... In Feasterville, there was that Eric movie theater. Yeah, the dollar movie theater. Yes, they had it. So if there was ever a night where we're like, what do you want to do? I don't know. Let's go see Clerks again. It's a dollar. (laughs) And we just go Mm -hmm. watch watch Clerks. And then we'd go do something else after we like thought of someplace else to go or, you know, whatever. Or or we would just like go home after that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like I, I saw it. Um, yeah, you know, I paid full price like I think the first two times at different right. movie theaters. But yeah, when it went by the time it got to the dollar theater, I, I I watched it like five times there. Wow. And I didn't see it until my uh cousin found that fucking blockbuster VHS in that fucking wrecked car. That's insane. That's such a crazy story. Mm-hmm. Dude. Yeah. Tell. So good. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Mike. Wrap it up. Yeah, that was another brilliant episode. I'm glad to be back. Glad that this is, you know, I just I wonder how we're gonna top the next time. Let's see. I don't know. We got There's so uh, much stuff. We got two, we got two weeks for weird shit to happen in this world, and it's crazy. You know, you know, I'll find something to be like, Mike, making your head explode. That's right, but uh, here, <laughs> here, I'm gonna run down the, my my list of pimping things real quick. Mindjack okay. at Mindjack Pod on Twitter and Instagram at Mindjack Pod. Uh, if you don't want to subscribe to the Patreon, which is only two dollars a month or five dollars a month, and you can go on yes. Patreon and check out the details, you can also make a donation to uh, the Rabbit Red Network. Oh, wait, don't do that yet. No, I don't know if I can get. I don't know if all I have right. access. All right, I'll skip that. Uh, all right, so Rabbit Red on Patreon. It's rabbit patreon.com slash rabbit and red radio network and the number one rabbit and, and red radio network one. Uh, and also, it's free now until December 1st. Yes, thank you. I forgot about that part. Uh, go to the website, check out Rabbit and Red Radio TV, and also on TikTok. We are on TikTok, Rabbit and Red Radio Network on TikTok. Yes. Reach out, comment. Pro, con, I don't care. Let us have it. Tell us you love us. Tell us we suck. I don't care. Interact. Call in. Call yeah, we, in. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't we put take calls. Call in. Rip us the fuck apart. That's what we want. So, Michael J., <laughs> 
It was great talking to you, sir. Great talking to you, sir. Love you, pal. Thank you very much. Love was, you too. Another fine episode of Mind Jacked. Yes, Jack in your mind. Motherfucker.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.